Welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast. My name is Samantha Hearn and I'm the host of this amazing channel. I wanted to bring you a place where you hear from myself and other amazing inspirational business people on their journey to the success they've created. I wanted to bring you the offline journeys to the online successes that we see on social media. I want to create a place where you hear the struggles people have been through, the challenges, the lessons they've learned, the mistakes they've made, so that you know that ordinary people can create extraordinary things every single day, and that it's totally possible for you too. The Be Bold in Business podcast is a place where you are going to hear real, genuine, warts and all stories from some of the most exceptional people in business and how they succeeded anyway. If you are ready to show up in your business, if you are ready to be bold, if you are ready to learn from your mistakes, if you are ready to bounce back and become more resilient, this is the podcast for you. And me, Samantha Hearn, I cannot wait to welcome you, support you, empower and inspire you and share with you the stories that sometimes don't get shared online and give you this real refreshing approach on how building a business sometimes can be hard, sometimes involves failing, sometimes involves struggle, but you can still succeed anyway. So welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast, and I cannot wait for you to take your invitation to be bold in your business too. Okay, so here we are for another mini masterclass, and today... I'm going to run you through the title and the themes and then introduce the guest who's going to be helping me with this episode. So the title for today is how you can use your social media to create a thriving business, not just a thriving following. And this is the key focus for this whole episode. You're not going to be learning how to go viral, how to just be seen all over the Internet. You're going to learn how you can actually create a business that works with social media, not a social media account that you try and then turn into a business. So that's really important. And it's a new year, fresh start. How can you use your marketing? So that's the title. The five things that we're going to cover, and this is based on what both of us believe can really help you with a new year, is the impact social media can have on your business. So let's just set the scene again, give you the chance to actually see how it can have a positive impact. Number two, how to make the most out of your platform. So our guest expert today is going to really talk to you about, it doesn't matter about the size of your following and whatever platform you use, it's how you get the most out of it for your platform. Number three, how to not get sucked into the rat race. So whether you're focusing on trending audios or the latest gimmicks or gadgets or whatever it might be, the new platforms, moving yourself around, how do you not get sucked into that? so that social media doesn't become overwhelming for you. Number four, why your results won't come from vanity metrics. So trying to kind of reframe and shift the focus away from maybe looking at your following or your story reach or no one coming to your lives or open rates or things like that and how you can shift into making an impact and getting results. And then if we've got time, our guest expert is going to give you three actionable top tips. If we haven't covered them already, during the masterclass. So now you kind of know what's in store. We're going to introduce this legend and then get stuck stuck oh and then get stuck in. So hello Katie. Hello. <laughs> Should I tell everyone who you are? Yes, thank you, Sam. 
Um, my name is Katie. I run a business called Business Wonderland. Um, although that is not my first business, I have been running my own businesses uh, since 2011. And I sort of fell into it accidentally and uh, ended up here. So how excited. Um, I am very passionate about social media and online marketing. Um, I'm that type of person when someone says to me that social media doesn't work, it's like a knife in my chest. It hurts that much because I love social media that much. Do you know though, it's true, like when you think about it from 2011, but you've done amazing things in the online space with, this is why I thought it was such a good episode because you've had different businesses, different niches, different industries, different social media accounts. Yeah. You've created some amazing things on social media. Yeah. I mean, social media, like it's just such an amazing, powerful tool and it's free like anyone can use it and I think just to dismiss it is like you're just doing such a disservice to yourself mm. because you know I know we'll we'll talk about this as we get in but you know you don't have to use it in a certain way you know find find a way that you know works for you rather than kind of thinking like you've got to follow like all of these rules yeah. So I'm hoping by the end of this podcast episode, you'll just close up that rule book and throw it out the window, please. Yeah, no, I love that because, you're, you know, and, and again, just to reiterate, since 2011, the things that you've been able to achieve, you know, from being featured in magazines, doing guest expert sessions for people, PR, networking, running award ceremonies, trending on Twitter, having viral comments, like being seen on massive, massive accounts, being retweeted by huge industry experts, by massive social media platforms, signing clients, starting new businesses. It's allowed you to change your life. Yeah, a hundred percent. But if someone was to find your account now, they wouldn't necessarily know all of those things. No. And I think as well, like we really get caught up in the amount of followers someone has. Yeah. And by them having a certain amount of followers, it means that they only have a certain amount of knowledge mm. or those with a really big account have so much knowledge. And that is just not true. It's yeah. really not true. Yeah, I'm so glad we're digging into that, actually. And, and we're going to talk about that in point two and three. But I do think that's a really good point to start with in terms of before we dig into the first one, like the impact it can have on your business. I think it's really important for everyone to recognize that social media as well, the landscape is so different now, isn't it? It's not really about use this many hashtags to get seen or engage with this many accounts to get more in the algorithm. It is more now about how do you show up in a way that works for you and, and you kind of remove all of that so it is true knowledge and and it, you know the other thing is this is a really good example yesterday someone shared um this contraption you know like you know when people share like gadgets and stuff on yes. social media um, and this was a gadget that they bought and they were like really amazing you know it's eco-friendly sustainable all of this stuff really helps me with x y and z did this whole thing on it and they were like it's not an ad I actually bought it I then clicked on the link for that account and they had like 400 followers. Yeah. Do you think this is an amazing business? Yeah. Clearly just newer to social media, but the business is successful. You know, yeah. they've got, they've got marketing, they've got manufacturers, they've clearly got warehouses, they're selling out globally. 
So the idea of a follower count being the strength that we go on, it has started to shift, would you say? Yeah, massively. Like one of my clients, she has been doing what she's been doing for for decades, absolute decades, but she's been doing it mostly offline. Mm. And it, she's only been online for a couple of years. She's got a really small Instagram account, but the amount of knowledge she has, yeah. like it, it's going to be anyone you know, who's been in the industry for a couple of years, but perhaps like they got lucky and they've had like a lot of viral posts and all of a sudden have got 100,000 followers. Mm. You know, her small account with 500 followers, you know, then seems like in in our reality right now, like, oh, she's new, she doesn't know anything. Mm. Which just, yeah, it makes me a bit, like crazy if I'm honest yeah it's good I think it's good to start there though because actually when people whenever we talk about social media and online marketing it's one of the first things that we focus on and it's not to say it's not important you know of course it's important the more eyeballs the more likely you get more clients obviously we know all of that but it's about the right people now and not just necessarily anybody and anyone taking up a follower space so, okay, perfect. That's a good place to start in terms of what people can expect from this kind of conversation, the energy, like the focus. Yeah. So let's start with the first one then, which I know we've touched on a little bit with your businesses and what you've done. But if someone is using social media, which of course they are because they're listening to this podcast, so they're on the internet um, and that's social media. So we're not talking just Instagram, you know, you're using online marketing. Yeah. What would you say are some of the key impacts that it could have on a business so I would say it can have like it can snowball like you can do one little thing and it turns into this amazing opportunity and that is why I flipping love social media Mm. because it can have the most incredible results that you haven't even thought about So, for example, when I had my first business, um, can I just say, Instagram wasn't even a thing. Like it hadn't, it hadn't even been invented. So it was like Facebook, or it was Twitter. Um, So I I started on Facebook because I'd had I had used it like a little bit, you know, for posting photos up, you know, with night sight with friends (laughs) holiday photos you know the old the old standard of what we used to do back in the day which you know I I wish we did more of if I'm honest I'm glad it didn't come out until we were older I can't imagine being a teenager now with Facebook absolutely no absolutely university just about survived just about survived that yeah see um uh, yeah there was there was no social media when I was at university so <laughs> thank you very much internet <laughs> it got it got me right at the end so oh. there's, yeah so there's a period of time where fashion you thought you were fashionable you're out that is on the internet my friend so yeah I agree I know what you mean though but it didn't exist it wasn't like it is now yeah yeah so it was and like obviously when you're a new business as well you might not have the money to plow into paid ads Mm. and I definitely didn't have that um I was starting a business because um I'd come out of serving in the Royal Navy um I couldn't get a job it was the end of the recession 
and we had just got Bertie our black Labrador and I thought oh I really like you know we've got Bertie don't really now want to go and work full time and of course um, everything that I was doing pre-Navy was environmental work environmental consulting and of course no one was employing because it was the end of the recession so I literally just was like oh do you know what I'm gonna just start this dog walking business see where it goes learn as much as I can and that is like how it all started just by me experimenting and just seeing what would happen I knew I didn't want to be a dog walker for the rest of my life those winters or a killer <laughs> and I'm always that person who's always cold <laughs> so I just thought do you know what? I'm going to experiment and see what happens so actually I used social media along with networking and um, so I was networking online I was networking offline and that really helped me get my position on social media because then people were like tagging my Facebook page. They were recommending me to others on social media. Then other people saw that like my business went from like nothing to being like completely fully booked within six months. And then other people were asking how I did it. Mm. So then I was teaching other people. Can I just say back then in like exchange for like, a drink at the pub or dinner at their house and do you know what I mean and then it started that snowball effect mm. and that is why I flipping love social media because you just never know what's going to happen from just doing one thing yeah. and I think sometimes like we, we're trying to do things on social media because we're so obsessed with the outcome where I think like just try and experiment with things on social media and just see what happens mm. do you know the good thing that you the three things that I like one obviously you've said that it's not it's about the snowball you don't you never know what would happen and and actually for you to create the same level of impact with meeting people networking finding people that takes a lot more you've got to travel places pay for yeah. tickets go to events you know which obviously you want to do but you can do all of this in the comfort of your bath or your sofa or your living room. Yes. And it can, so that's good. The second one is free. I think that's a really good point. A lot of people have a stigma around social media and, oh, you know, you're just faffing about on the internet, but it's free. And even if you think about massive corporations, massive industry leaders of business, technology, you know, IBM, Apple, Land Rover, massive, massive companies that have been around way before social media, they're on it. Yeah. They're all on it. Every, you know, because of course that's where the world is. So why would we not want to put ourselves in the eyes of people that are using it for free? Yeah, exactly. But exactly. the first one that I love that you just said is the idea of people can see what you're doing. Yeah. And before social media, and I know we joked about it with like uni and stuff like that, you did have more privacy, of course, because there wasn't any way to connect you. But even if we think about things like FaceTime and Zoom and Teams, you can connect with your family and friends from all over the world. If you then do document or, like you said, trial and error and just experiment on social media, 
people can see that journey, can't they? And it's yeah. not you then being like, I started in 2011 and I'm fully booked and come and work with me. They can see it themselves. Yeah. I mean, go and have a look on Twitter and search me. Do you know what I mean? There's going to be thousands of tweets like from, from me, you know, right at the very beginning of my business. Although please don't go back that far because I'm imagining they're going to be massively cringe. <laughs> and it's a good point. Like it's kind of like a portfolio, isn't it? You know, yeah. like you, you would spend a lot of time creating a CV of references or proof or even a portfolio in real life. But when you've got social media, that's such a good point that you made about people can see that it's transforming your life, whether it's, oh, she's fully booked now or, oh, she's actually doing the thing. That yeah time has way more impact than the, the thing that you're posting now it's the fact people can see the journey yeah 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 and there's a lady um who I've been friends with on Facebook probably for about four years and I can remember like when she when we connected first of all she was actually really struggling in her business and in her business now in 2022 she's um like got a six-figure business and actually is it's not the impact like it's not for me oh why she's got six-figure business it's what she's been able to do in that time that we've been connected how she's been able to turn things around yeah I love that and this leads really nicely into the next theme and I think this is great because of what we've said so far but hopefully from this now it's kind of being reinforced about Social media is not about the size of the following. It's about what you do with it. So now I imagine someone's listening to this thinking, okay, Sam and Casey, that sounds great. How do I actually do it? So point two, which you mentioned at the start was, how can someone, and this is what you do with clients, but how can someone make the most out of their platform? Like, for example, are there things that you did or things that you see other people doing that not everybody does? So it's not like just post three times a week that allows them to get the most out of their platform and not just focus on growing the followers or going viral or you know being on the featured page. Yeah, so the first thing I would say is very much figure out how you want to use social media. Because I think when you use social media in a way that feels really good to you, it feels fun, it feels easy, you want to show up way more. Mm. If you're trying to show up on a social media platform and it feels like a chore, it feels like like you're not getting anywhere or you you've got to be on there because someone's told you you've got to be there and not because you want to be there feel like that has actually a massive impact on you and how you then you show up for your community your audience your followers and I think if you're not using it in a way that feels good for you you're really going to struggle Mm. so I would say that is the first thing and then as well like I was saying like we want to throw out that rule book we want to close it up with a big snap and open the window chuck it out close the window um so you don't have to do anything on social media because there's this whole whole list, isn't there? Especially like with Instagram. You've got to post on your Instagram stories every day. You've got to post 
500 reels per day and they've all got to be with trending audio and you've got to use a certain amount of hashtags and you've got to do that and it's just like whoa 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 mm. so again it's picking things that you enjoy doing so you might actually like creating reels but it's not reels of you to the camera it's reels of you showcasing behind the scenes of your business it's you um showcasing how you've helped your clients today so it, it's doing things like that and as well it's really important for like I think that you you show up as many times as you want to show up so that does not mean every single day like we've all got busy lives you know some some of us have got more responsibilities than others so if that means you can only show up three times per per week and it's at eight o'clock at night, then like you do that. Mm. I feel like that's really, really important. And I think as well, like when you're showing up in that different energy, like I really feel that's where the magic happens. Mm. So if right now, like you're really forcing out content or you're just sticking out content for the sake of it, and you're not getting results, I would say straight away, stop and just think like, how can I make this more fun? How can I make this easier? How can I make it more enjoyable for me right now? So do you know what? I interviewed someone yesterday, actually, for, for a podcast episode, and they said they made a really good point. They said when they first started, they were in this like learning forum about Facebook groups. And someone said, always go live on Facebook at 8 p.m. It's when the most people are online. You'll get the most uh, engagement at 8 p.m. So she said for about a year, I was going live at 8 p.m. And then I realized this is not working for me. I'm tired. Yeah. It's dark. It, I, I can't ha then enjoy my evening. My whole yeah. evening is that like dinner is taken up by thinking about this live. So she said, one day I just thought I'm just going to do it at lunchtime and whoever's there can be there. And if they watch the replay, they watch the replay. Anyway, since then she's done them at lunchtime and she's like, I don't tell people when I'm going live. I just go live when I want to go live. And then people can see it afterwards. Yeah. And you're right. The impact that you can have when you're posting when you want to be posting and things you want to post if you're exactly what you said then if you're not getting the results anyway why carry on forcing yourself to do something that's not actually creating a result yeah it'd be very different for example if this 8 p.m live was bringing her in floods of clients because she'd think do you know what this is worth that commitment yeah it's worth giving up my evening it's worth like ruining my dinner yeah yeah but if you're not getting that and that's a good point when making the most out of social media if you're not getting the return and it doesn't feel good then changing it so it feels good has to be the priority yeah and it's really important that you realize what is working and what isn't working for you mm and not just by results but also like personally how it feels to you but also like know as well if this platform isn't working jump into the newest social media platform isn't going to work either because you need to sort out this core problem first and how and what would you say people can do to kind of work that out or or start solving it so I would definitely 
think, why aren't you enjoying it? What is it about this platform that you're not enjoying? Is it the platform itself or is it all the rules that you've got inside of your head? Mm. So that's that would be where I'd start with. If it's just like all the rules inside your head, again, we're going to close the book, chuck it out the window and we're going to start afresh. And then you're going to, I would say, work out how many times per week you can realistically show up and then work out the type of content that not only you enjoy creating, but perhaps like go and look at your insights and see like what is getting like shares, saves, comments and see like, okay, did I enjoy creating this content? Yeah, I did. Or no, I didn't. And if you did, you know, perhaps create more content like that. Yeah. Rather than doing a little bit of everything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point as well. Yeah. For example, like my, one of my clients, she was making like some really amazing reels, um, but they just weren't getting the results that she wanted. But because she thought she had to do reels, she kept on going but actually, when when we did like an audit of her account, it was actually the carousel posts that not were only performing well, but she could see that was when certain people were signing up for her membership, when people were signing up to come and work with her on a one-to-one basis. Mm. Yeah, that's such a good point because social media is definitely full of distractions. And if you do do a little bit of everything all the time and you don't audit it, you don't really spend the time thinking, you know, I could actually just do carousels and it would make, get the results. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes carousels are way more easier to do than reels as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that leads really nicely into this idea of the rat race. Like I think it's really important and I'm glad it's more of a prevalence now, like mental health and well-being and social media, especially in young people, but also, you know, the internet isn't going anywhere and it's such an amazing tool, but it's very fast paced and it's the innovation with social media and the way it moves is, is you know, exponential and it's very, very hard to kind of keep up with that. And when you're using it for business and we both see this and people listening will definitely be in that boat. But when you are using it for business and you're using it to to make an impact, you know, it's not just social, you want you want to help people it can be very easy to become deflated and demotivated or even sucked into this rat race of I need to do more. I should be showing up more. Um, I'm not getting results. So I need to do more, post more, be there more. What, what would you say to your clients, your community who, who are in a space of, they, they see the value in social media, they want to use it, but it's starting to almost feel a bit much. And there's always something else to be doing or something oh God, else to yeah. be learning you know, how do you how do you stop falling into and getting sucked into that type of energy? So when when you're in that energy, I always say to people, OK, let's just take a step back. Let's post less because you don't need to be posting more. And maybe like it isn't anything that you're doing wrong. But maybe like your messaging needs tweaking very slightly within your captions. Mm. And that can have a, a massive impact. So if you feel like you're you're doing all of the things, but you're still not getting the results that you want, 
I would, yeah, I would be looking at your messaging for, for sure. And I would also be going back to really thinking about who is it that you want to attract? Who is it that you want to work with? And does your content correspond with what you're putting out on social media? That is such a good one. That is such a good one. Because if you're getting sucked in the rat race, you'll find that your account is then full of all of the latest things, but nothing to do with your ideal client. Yeah. Yeah. And as well, you want to make sure that your caption actually sounds like you and just not a carbon copy of what someone else can say. So like, does it include like they're called isms? So your isms. So like, Sam, you always say legend. You always <laughs> say epic. Do you know what I mean? So if something's got legend or epic in it, I know Sam's written it like 100 yeah. percent. That's a good point, actually. Do you know your own voice? Yes. Yeah, you are right, actually, because there are certain accounts that I follow and I don't even need to um, see, I don't even need to read it or even look at it, but I can look at the style and know who it belongs to. Yeah. That's a good way, not actually, that's a really good way not to fall into a rat race because you, you are, you just know what you want to do on there. Yeah, yeah. It's all about as well, like, just not blending in it's standing out how can you stand out so if someone's like talking about something that you uh, you know that it you know, we all know these things we get these industry trends and it gets swept away and sometimes we really disagree with it come and tell your audience why you disagree with it mm -hmm. why you're not being swept with this trend yeah that's a good one that's a great way to stand out and avoid the rat race. Yeah. And it's true because it's like anything, isn't it? You'd, you'd have the rat race in a job. You know, it's not just social media. You know, you'd have it with promotions or. Of course. So it's good for it's good for us to recognize that this is just it's a it's a habitual process. Of course, we're all used to what next, who next, where next. But if you're really clear on your journey and your path and how you're showing up, at least in the process of falling into these um, habits you can come back to yourself and at least remember you're doing what you want to do in a way you want to do it yeah exactly and I think as well like get really really clear on what you want to get from social media so don't have this like massive goal that is going to take you 10 years to get to like think about okay what do I want to achieve on social media this week yeah good idea because then you can go okay so I've tried this this week. This didn't work. Okay, so next week I'm going to try this and my goal is this. Mm. And then once you hit that goal, you're like, right, brilliant. Okay, that worked. And that really helps as well. Like it really helps get out of the, the rat race to think like, you know, you're not getting anywhere or you're stuck in the mud and it just feels like you're going nowhere. So really small goals on social for social media can be really, really helpful to see that actually you are moving forward. Yeah, I love that. OK, so we are going to get into the next juicy bit, which is exciting. So I think it's good that we've focused on, you know, how to create a thriving business, not a, not a thriving following of social media to focus on this side first. You know how you might feel about it, how you might perceive it how you're showing up there. But now the next two points are really focused more on how you can then create results or, or how you can then start to see the benefits. So what when it comes to results then, so when we talk about results, we're talking about things like 
uh, making sales or driving traffic to your website or getting more um, leads into your email list or growing your opt-in page, you know? So we're not talking uh, results as in followers or likes, it's what people do, like their actions. Some of that could be paying to work with you or buying a course or buying an ebook. And some it could be opting into a free challenge or signing up for your newsletter. So that's sort of where we're going with this one. What would you say are some of the key things people can do to focus on generating those results rather than the vanity metric results okay so I think we get caught up in the vanity metrics like how many likes or how many views a post has got because we're treating each piece of content that we're putting out on social media as a masterpiece and it shouldn't be like that your content should be like a jigsaw puzzle where it's all fitting nicely together so you've got a strategy so you want a strategy where your content all helps each other so like a big jigsaw puzzle so think of like if you're on instagram those first nine squares like that should all fit nicely and help build on top of one another so whether you want to see it as building blocks or I like jigsaw puzzles, so I see it as a jigsaw puzzle. So it all fits in nicely together. So then you can think, right, I've done this strategy. I've got these, let's just say, nine posts going out. And by the end of these nine posts, I'm hoping it's going to drive more traffic to my website. You can have a goal for how much more traffic, like on a percentage. So I want to increase my website traffic by, I don't know, 2%. So then once you've put out those nine posts, like go and check, like has your website, you know, views increased? Mm -hmm. Yes, it has. Brilliant. Okay. Now what? Next thing. Do you know what I mean? Or perhaps it's like you, you're putting out nine posts because you want people to go and download your opt-in. So that, that's how I see it to like get rid of all of those vanity metrics like likes and how many views like a real has. And would you say that there are other things that you can do to complement that? You know, when you said you need a content strategy, so things like, um, you know, lives or videos or stories, or is there ways that you can create, bring, widen that strategy, but without it becoming overwhelming? Yeah for sure so you can go live and talk about it like as part of your content strategy you can do and I love Instagram stories I feel like Instagram stories are such a powerful tool because you like if you're probably thinking oh there, there's that's so much content but actually like you don't have to be creating any new content for a live or for stories you can just talk about what you've talked about on your latest grid post, or you can be telling people like why they need to come and download your freebie and the benefits. And you can do the same like on a live or on stories. It's just deepening that messaging to your audience. Mm. And so again, like what you were saying, like about going live, it doesn't matter if you only get two people show up to your life or you get no one because people are going to watch it afterwards mm. and that will stay like you can then post it on your grid and people can watch that like 
months and months later if they want to yeah you're right and it's kind of like then it's kind of like you've put out like some evergreen content so if people find it say six months later and you're talking about an opt-in they're like they they might message you to say I've just watched your live about you know this this freebie that you've got I can't find it can you can you give me the link yeah there you go and the work that you did six months previously is just you know helped you bring someone new into your community yeah I think it was so it's, it's more about making sure you've got a strategy a content strategy and a messaging strategy rather than just a growth strategy yeah just want to get more people it's like where are they going though yeah what are you doing with all of these people yeah like it's great you can collect them but like you just don't want them sat there because like you wouldn't just invite a ton and ton and ton of people to a party and then like not have any entertainment drinks music you know nibbles you're not just gonna expect them to like just all sit in your living room and go yeah all right all right and that's it like tumbleweeds so and also you're not then Social media is like the first step, isn't it? But the in this process, but yeah. really it's, it's where they go from there. Yes. Yeah. So when when someone says to me, like, oh, I want to grow my Instagram account, I always say, why? Why do you want to grow it? What are you going to do with these people? Mm, great question. And there's this, there was this famous influencer. I think she had something like three, three million followers I don't know she had like a crazy amount of followers and a t-shirt brand reached out to her and said we've got some t-shirts that we would love for you to sell we think they're really on brand your audience will love them um and they gave her 33 t-shirts I don't know why it was 33 and not 35 or 30 but she couldn't sell any of them so all she had done is collect people and not created a community or even a culture of buying as well because that's important and just like we said buying could be with their time so a freebie or an opt-in like yeah not creating a culture where they're buying into anything so of course they do just then forget that they've been in this living room and go to someone else's where there is music and all of these. Yeah. So you're right. It's definitely what are you doing with the people to create that, cultivate that culture of take action. Yeah. And I think as well, like some people are actually frightened to ask people to like download a freebie or to buy from them. But if you're not doing that on a regular basis, then actually, you know, like you just said, Sam, people are going to go out of your living room because there's no music no nibbles no drinks and they're going to go into someone else's living room he's got music he's got drinks you know he's got the good vibes yeah yeah that's such a good point to even think about as a metaphor how can you create a more welcoming environment so that people spend more time in your house but your one room is social media another room could be your website another room could be so actually how do you create a content strategy that retains people but in your world not just on your platform yeah because eventually what will happen is they'll stop seeing your stuff won't they because if they're not engaging with it if they're connected to it they might be following you but they won't see it because there's been too much of a length of time before they've they've actually taken any action with you 
Yeah, and especially like if you're using platforms like TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, the algorithm very much goes on engagement. So if you stop engaging with a account, uh, with an account, then it just thinks that you're no longer interested and it'll show you something else instead. Mm, this is good then. Okay, so if you were to give people three top tips, but these are like actionable tips for social media, for their marketing to go away and actually do to start the new year and like really, really focus on what we've said about getting people to take action, creating results, not just building a following, making it work for you. What would be some of those tips? So I would say make sure that you're, or if you're on Instagram um, or TikTok or Facebook, because those are the platforms that I really use I would say make sure that your bio is optimized so it's making sure that you you've got like keywords in your usernames it's really easy to understand what you do who you help and how you help them um, and if you want to include like a call to action in your bio as well so like if you want someone to come and download a freebie you want them to come and I don't know, join your membership, you want them to check out their your latest podcast or blog, then make sure that's really clear. So that's tip one. Mm. Uh, I would say tip two, do not be afraid to repeat yourself. Just because you've said it once doesn't mean that A, someone's going to hear it and act on it, or B, that it's going to sink in and they're going to take action. And see, people need to hear the same thing over and over and over again before they take action. It's very rare that someone hears about your offer and takes immediate action. Mm. People are busy, so they might be on the platform. They might be, I don't know, waiting in the doctor's surgery and they see, oh, you're talking about a freebie, but they get called into their appointment and they, you know, they that's it, instantly forgotten. So, yeah, I say tip two, repeat yourself. And then tip three, I would say, make sure that your captions not only speak to who it is you're trying to attract, but they also sound like they've been written by you and not a robot or by someone else on the Internet. You want to make sure that they they sound like you. Oh, I love it. If you were going to give someone like a lasting piece of advice about social media and online marketing, this I've just added this in, but if you could have like one golden nugget, there's only one thing you can say to someone, you know, like they've come to you and this is the only thing you can tell them. They haven't listened to this episode. They get nothing apart from this one thing. Yeah. What would be that one thing? I'd honestly say just throw out the rule book and start using social media how you want to use it because that is the only way that you're going to stick with it and also be able to stand out mm. I love it thank you so much for spending time with us oh thank you it's been so much fun I know I'm going to put that your Instagram handle because I feel like that's the best place that people can then find out everything about your freebies your membership like it's all on Instagram isn't it on that on your link tree it's all on the gram yeah so I'll put the handle on there and then pe in the show notes sorry and then people can then go and click on all the relevant things rather than having 
all the separate links in the show notes they can just go and hang out on Instagram yeah come and hang out with me on Instagram come and say hello to me on DMs say that you know you you found me on Sam's podcast might have like a little secret freebie just for you so yeah come and say hi I don't bite and I'm not gonna jump down your throat and ask you to buy something and I'm all all about yeah I've got I am a crazy dog lady um I also like cats so for those crazy cat ladies don't worry I also like cats um and yeah I I just if there's anything I can do to help you then yeah honestly reach out I'm I'm here to help you thank you I've loved it thank you (laughs) thanks Sam